Welcome to the Never Split Up Podcast. My name's Nolan, that's Anthony, and this is episode 26. Uh, how you doing today, Ant? I'm doing good. Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend, so we're kicking off this summer season. Yeah, we made it to 26 episodes. Thanks everyone to for listening and, and watching to our, 20, our special 25th episode where we ranked our favorite final girls. That was a lot of fun. But for episode 26, we figure we kick off summer with a little uh, summer episode of our favorite uh, horror movies that remind us of summer or that we'd like to watch during summer. So this is just like a short little list. Um, there's going to be some some bigger movies on here, but we're also going to give you some alternatives and some smaller movies that maybe you haven't heard or seen it, um, or haven't seen in a while. Um, so yeah, this is just going to be a list of, of movies we like to watch during summer or that remind us of summer. Uh, we th- we thought we'd, this would be a fun, quick little episode to kind of kick off the season right. And uh, speaking of our 25th episode, you wanted to make a little, <laughs> I guess, disclaimer <laughs> or announcement about the the poll and where you stand with Laurie Scrode, right? Yes, I do. Um, Again, I know everyone was so uh, passionate about their final girls. I didn't actually know until I saw all the feedback. And I just wanted to say, I mean, thank you, everybody. Spoiler alert, I won that poll, hands down. Uh, Cindy Prescott destroyed the poll. But I just wanted to make it known that Laurie Scrode, I hope you guys check out that episode. I think it was really good. And I think we both brought great perspectives of what it meant to us for final girls. So I hope you guys check out our top 10, but just spoiler alert, Lori Strode is my number two. So just want to make it clear that I love Lori Strode. She's an all timer for me. It's just that for me, Lori Strode perfected the trope, but Sydney Prescott just embodies everything that it means to be a final girl. So that's why she's my ultimate, but, and I'm, I'm thankful that every, a lot of people agree with me, but I just wanted to make sure that, People didn't think that I was tearing down Laurie Strode to prop up Sydney because I love them both. Um, they're all timers. I know people will go back and forth and who there's who is their favorite every day. So I just want to make it known that um, although I'm thankful that you know I won the poll and that I love Sydney Prescott, that Laurie Strode is not like bottom of the barrel. She's a fucking badass and she perfected the trope that Jess Bradley from a uh, Black Christmas started. So I just want to make that clear that. I love Lori Strode and I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I didn't want anyone to think that um I was tearing her down. So that's all. But uh, thank you everybody for voting. I think that was probably the poll that we've had the most people participate in, specifically on Twitter. So that was very awesome to see all that interaction and the passion. I really loved it. And shout out again to Nancy Thompson. Um, she was in both of our top five, and I love that she has so many passionate fans as well. So just wanted to get that out of the way that I do love Lori Strode very much. So watch the episode; you'll see me explain why. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really just preference. It's your it's your personal right. favorite. I mean, my favorite franchise is Halloween. Your favorite franchise is Scream. Right. So that's really right. all it comes down to. And, you know, just because you put Sydney 1 does not take away from Laurie. And just because I put Laurie 1, uh, I don't take away not from. recognize how badass Sydney is. You know, Sydney was right. in my top five. I mean, five she too, was in so. your top five as well. Yeah. Like, they were both in both of our top five. So I just want everyone to know that we both love them both. <laughs> it's yeah, just, and I'm uh, glad you gave a shout yeah. out to uh, Nancy Thompson because uh, we 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 should have maybe made her like a third choice. I, the, the point of the poll was it was both of our top picks. So we wanted right, to see who, right. uh, you know, won in terms of that. But we had a lot of people in the comments uh, vote for Nancy. So. Maybe we should have made that a third option. It could have been interesting. But uh, 
yeah, thanks everyone for the engagement. That was a lot of fun. Uh, all the votes, all the comments, all the retweets. Uh, def- we want to see that moving forward. That was awesome. People are really passionate about their final girls. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Very>. <laughs> uh, and if you haven't listened to the episode, those were our top picks. But we did, we each did a top ten, so we didn't spoil, you know, the entire episode for you. I think we had, we both had some pretty interesting picks. Um, we did that people uh, might not suspect. Uh, I know I had some picks that surprised you with how high some of my picks were. So I think it yes, was a good did. discussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So make sure you check that episode out because um, I don't, I see we got a lot of interaction on Twitter, but I just want to make sure you guys actually listen or watch to see our explanation of why we chose, you know, the placement for each character. Um, It's a pretty cool episode. So make sure you guys mm-hmm. check that out. Um, That was a cool special 25th episode. And um, we'll eventually do our Scream Queens episode. And I actually want to do a, a Final Boys episode, too, because um, I forgot to mention on that episode, um, horror gets, like, labeled as, like, trash by a lot of, like, mainstream critics. But, like, it was pro-feminism without shoving it in your face. And now it's, like, everything that's feminism, it's, like, shove it down your throat. So I just think that horror doesn't get enough credit for being, like, pro-female without like sending a message just like it was a strong female because she's a strong female didn't have any like political message behind this i think it's pretty cool that um horror again was a trailblazer for that and it doesn't get enough credit so um i'm excited to do another uh scream queens list and a final boy list because now that i think about it i do have a couple awesome final boys that i want to shout out to in the future so yeah it was a fun fun video so make sure you guys check it out for sure we got some some new rankings in the pipeline definitely give us your suggestions on what rankings you want to see we want to keep doing those ranking episodes they're a lot of fun for us and uh you guys seem to like it too uh in that same vein uh everyone who listens uh we appreciate all your listeners but um if everyone can do us a favor and and subscribe to our youtube we're trying to really build up our youtube um and get our subscriber count up so if you do watch on youtube obviously uh, hit that subscribe button. <laughs> but uh, if okay. you just listen, if you could just do us a favor, if you have a YouTube account, just just hop on our YouTube real quick and give us a subscribe uh, because it, we unlock new features as we get more subscribers. That's the way YouTube works. So we would love to uh, get that count up so we can kind of unlock more content. And we can, I think, start running polls on YouTube as well, which I think might right. help with our engagement. So, uh, yeah, if you guys could, that would be great. But for now, let's uh, get back to the summer vibes. Let's let's go through our list yes. of uh, summer horror movies. This isn't going to be a ranking. Uh, these are not in order at all. We just compiled movies that just we like to watch during the summer or that remind us of summertime. So don't think this is like, you know, from worst to best or best to worst. This is just, no. you know, our recommendations. Uh, like I said, we have some bigger names on here that you've definitely heard of or seen, but... We tried to incorporate some other movies on here that maybe you haven't seen or haven't seen in a while. Uh, so definitely check these movies out and uh, give them give them a give them a try because we like all of these movies that we're going to mention. So do you want to uh, do you want to go first? Um. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. So like Nolan said, it's Memorial. Day. We're recording this on literally Memorial Day, so we just thought it was a great idea to kick it off the summer with just mentioning some of our favorite summer movies. And for me specifically, I just really thought about what movie what horror movies bring the hardcore summer vibes because i mean no one can attest to it there's endless summer movies but i just wanted to make sure i narrowed it down to like what really brought out the summer in the movie so um i don't know how you want to do it i'm just gonna throw out 
a couple, I guess, not honorable, I guess honorable mentions where we're not really having a top five, but um, I'm just going to throw out um, one of mine is Midsummer, aka Midsommar, however you want to pronounce it. Ari Aster's uh, second feature film after Hereditary. Um, if anyone's going through a breakup, I really recommend this movie. <laughs> it's a uh, very powerful and it just gives that like sunny, sunny summer vibe, but like horrific things are happening and you have a great, 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 great lead performance by Florence Pugh, who like really blew up since that movie that might've been, um, the movie that made her a star. I know she had a couple movies before that to put her in the spotlight, but this movie really, uh, uh like, you know her into the stratosphere of mainstream Hollywood and it's just a fucked up movie about a cult and I, I don't want to say too much because I want to cover it eventually but um it really worked for me and I think that it's a great way to like maybe watch sometime in like middle of July if you guys have the chance because it just feels so like hot and like sunny and you get like you almost feel like you want to sweat watching it because that's how like dread inducing it is so I really adore that movie. It's not going to be for everyone because it's not a mainstream movie, but um, it definitely goes to some places that you won't forget. That's what I'll say. <laughs> it's so unique too because a movie like that, you expect to be dark, but the entire movie quite literally takes place during the day. I mean, there's like one or two right. scenes that are like at night, but the entire movie is like you said, bright sunshine, daytime. Uh, if if you're into cult movies. This is the one to watch. Uh, it's it was a pretty big release, so I'm sure most people listening have have given have watched it by now or have heard of it. But if you haven't, yeah, that's that's definitely that's like the epitome. I mean, it literally revolves around the summer <laughs> solstice. Summer. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Cool. And it's so Bye, strange uh, because it's like a, it's like an open. It feels like it's so open because it just like the way he filmed it, but it's so isolated because they're only with this specific group and they have nowhere to go. So it's, he, again, I mean, Ari Aster, you don't need me to tell anybody that, I mean, to me, Ari Aster is a master. We'll talk about her to one day, but whoo, Ari Aster. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool. Uh, my, my pick, uh, for, uh, for one is actually, uh, pretty unique. It's not really like daytime, like midsummer, but it's uh, Jeepers Creepers. Okay. Only because uh, whenever I watch that movie, I just think of like hot, muggy, sweat. like sweat. sweat, like they're in the <laughs> south. They're on a road trip. Uh, it, I think it does take place during the summer, aren't they? On their way back from school. Yep. Yeah. I, so I it is. I want to say Florida. I don't know for sure, but I want to yeah, say it feels like I, a they're long coming from Florida through road. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so the summer aspect is not like at the forefront, like midsummer is, but. I love watching this like on a, like a muggy night in the summertime. It just kind of yeah, exhumes that vibes. <laughs> and Jeepers Creepers is just a fun time. Shout out to the sequel as well. I really enjoy the sequel, Jeepers Creepers too, with the uh, with the bus. The some of those scenes really yes. stuck with me when I was a kid, when I was growing up. So, yes, I wanna. I just wanna say that. Um, first of all, we're gonna have to get the elephant out of the room. We. I don't know about you, Nolan, but I saw Jeepers Creepers and Jeepers Creepers too before I knew about the controversy of the director. So, you know, sorry guys, but it's just part of my childhood. I didn't, if I would have known about that, maybe I wouldn't have watched it, but you know, I watched it because there was hundreds of other people who created the movie, not just the director. So it's just part of my childhood. It is what mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. But to what you said, that muggy feeling, even in like the opening scene, I'm just like, 
I'm like yelling at the screen to just like turn on the AC and like they <laughs> just like that's how like powerful yeah. that movie is because you're just like feel the summer heat in it. Yeah. And uh shout out to Trish. I did mention her as an honorable mention in my uh, final girls because she is pretty badass in the first movie. I love her so much. Um yeah, I hundred percent agree. It just feels like you're in like a humid, like nasty, like weather where you're just like, all right, I'm ready for it to be fall kind mm-hmm. of movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I adore it. I adore it so much. Cool. That's a good pick. Um, I'll throw out another one. So I have one that's also from our childhood. I don't know if you watched it when we were kids. Uh, Lake Placid. You got to have a good uh, alligator crocodile movie on the list. I mean, come on. Creature features <laughs> are made for the summer. Um, yeah, yeah. I love Bridget Fonda. I love... Uh, it's just such a good... It's just a good movie where it's like I would say rec- I would recommend it maybe like to watch the night before you're gonna go camping somewhere because it's not like a beachy movie but it's almost like a movie during the day where you get the summer vibes but at the night you get like the summer chill where you want to put on a hoodie and watch a movie mm. and it's just so much fun. I mean, ugh, I don't even know what to say. It's like campy but it also has creepy scenes, so it's just like the perfect blend. I don't know. I I I grew up with it, so I really adore it so much. Um, it's definitely a fun movie. Even if you guys aren't into like hardcore horror, I would say rec- I would recommend that one. There's a couple scenes where like the alligator like eats a couple animals, but it's not done in like a mean way. It's kind of just done for fun. I mean, it eats a couple cows, <laughs> but it's just it's it's a it's just I don't know. I have a lot of fun with it, and it's a blast. And I watch it every year. I really, 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 really adore it. Um, and it's a quick like eighty minute movie, so. If you guys want a quick, fun movie before you go out to drink on a Friday or Saturday night, I would mm. pop that one in when you guys are pre-gaming, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's a good recommendation. That's a movie that you could definitely watch with buddies, uh, either like in the summertime before you go out, or even like while you're on a camping trip, or you're like at a lake house or something. That's, that's a fun yeah. movie. And it has to... fucking Betty White in it, being a badass, so <laughs> yeah. fucking watch that shit. <laughs> yeah. You're a little bit uh, more familiar with the movie than I am. I've seen it a couple times, but it's actually been a while, so that's going to be... I'm going to put that on my list. So uh, You should. Yeah, I'm going to watch that soon. The, the, I remember that being a pretty fun movie. It's like a breezy movie. Nothing to take serious, but I just always mm-hmm. like it. I smile the whole way through it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, speaking of smiling the whole way through, uh, my next pick is the movie Anaconda. <laughs> I okay. love that movie. It's Talk about cheesy and just like a fun ride. It doesn't take itself seriously at all. Um it's got Jennifer Lopez in it. Uh, it's got uh, who's the um, the boat captain? What's that actor's name? The the captain of the boat. I should have looked this up beforehand. Uh, but, the uh, villain or yeah, the yeah, the villain John Voight. Vo- John, John Voight. Yes, that's his name. Sorry, yeah. my name the name escaped me. So it has actually uh, decent acting in it, but it doesn't take itself Owen seriously Wilson. at all. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Yeah, um, it's just fun. I uh, giant snakes. Uh, they don't really scare me, but they fascinate me especially giant they constrictors like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I I grew up with that movie. And then when I found out afterwards that people owned like giant anacondas in their house, like that was the scariest thing to me. I'm like, wait, people have these as pets. Like <laughs> I never realized. Um, so yeah, <laughs> anaconda again, it's got that just summer. They're in like a, the freaking rainforest. Like it's just a, a wet, yeah. hot, muggy movie. Um, doesn't really make sense to watch it in the winter time. Definitely watch it in the summertime because no. you'll get that immersion, like when you're hot as well. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a fun movie. If if nobody's seen it, or if 
you've heard of it or seen trailers back in the day and you think it's just like kind of like you know a throwaway it's it's not it, it's i don't no. know how you feel about it it's it's a little bit more elevated than just like a cheesy b movie it's it's uh i don't i don't know i don't know the word to to describe it but i think it's a fun cheesy 90s movie but it's quality if that makes sense like it, it it's not just like thrown yeah. together just to be like a you know a friday night tv movie it actually has some like mm-hmm. it has good special effects i mean the acting is great for, for that kind of movie yeah um i actually want to give a shout out to i don't know if you've seen one of the sequels anaconda's the hunt for blood orchid blood orchid i think that was like 2004 but that was a really good sequel and that kind of like took it to the next level of um uh anaconda's I really liked it. Um, I'd have to watch that again. I think I've seen it. I probably have yeah, seen I it, but it I lot. don't remember. Yeah. So that, I'll have to add that to my list. That's like a that's yeah, so, in the same universe. It's like a direct sequel. Yeah, it's okay. a, it's a it's called like Anaconda, you know, hyphen, okay. you know, whatever subtitle. But I thought it was fun, and I think I heard a rumor that they're trying to bring the franchise back. So I think it would be cool if you guys, you know, I've heard those probably check out too. check that out. Um, yeah. Because the first one is pretty great and uh, not, I mean, it's great to like, you know, have pop some popcorn and have mm-hmm. a fun Friday night. But like you said, it's not just like bad. It's like, it's like cheesy fun with like some good suspense. I mean, it's not the yeah. greatest movie ever, but I have, it's a good summer movie. It's literally made for to be a summer movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I have a lot of fun with it. And I think you guys should check out The Hunt for Blood Orchid too. That was a really good sequel in my opinion. It had some intense scenes. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with an Anaconda movie. And I... I'm, you guys have probably noticed by now I'm a very uh, strong animal advocate, but for some reason snakes just fucking freak me out. I have <laughs> really? no sympathy for them. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. I learned something new every day. I have here. sympathy when people just like kill them. They kill them, okay. but I'm just like, ugh. I don't know. They're so slimy and like mm. freaky. I don't they know. fascinate me. I don't know. They're they're so they cool. do. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Giant water um, snakes like that though are fucking creepy. Ugh. Yeah. I can't handle a garden snake, but not an anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> you ever that have like in, in grade school? You ever have like giant snakes come in? You pet them? Well, we had the I don't know if you remember our fifth grade celebration. We had like Britney Spears. We held the like, oh the yeah, big snake. I held it. Yeah, wow. if you remember that? Yes, because I, I actually remember held that. it. I, I, I thought photo. it felt cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a yeah we had a giant. Was that an anaconda? It might have been. Yeah, it, it was, was giant. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. I remember feeling it at home. Like, this is like very, it like wrapped around my <laughs> neck and I was like, this is cool. But then I'm like, why did I do that? It's kind of freaky. <laughs> I had to try to dig those photos up for fifth grade. Yeah, that was, that yeah, was that was, a, that was cool. <laughs> um, I do remember that though, specifically. I'm like, oh, this is slimy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good pick. Um, I guess while we're staying with aquatic horror, we should probably get the big boy out of the way, in my opinion. Um. It's Jaws, and if anybody does not watch Jaws during the summer, I don't even know if you have a brain. But um, what I like to do is I like to watch. I mean, the OG Jaws is a classic. It's both. Um, it's. I mean, spoiler alert. It's both of our. It's probably in both of our top five movies of all time. Yeah. Um, and I also adore Jaws two. I make sure I watch it back to back. I think Jaws two is pretty much like Halloween two and Scream two, where yeah. it's has the same vibe as the original and you can't go wrong with it. I don't understand people who bash it. Um, I love it so much. And I think it's a great double feature. I just think that it goes more, a little have more carnage happy in the sequel, which is 
literally what sequels are meant to do. Well, yeah, that's what you and want. I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I love watching it. I I try to watch it towards a little bit closer to 4th of July, like, you know, end of June, 4th of July to get into the heat of summer. But I mean, I mean, you guys know what Jaws is. I mean, specifically Jaws and Jaws 2, they are all timers for me. Um, The later sequels obviously are pretty trash, but I do watch them just because I'm a freak and I'm a completist. But you guys, if you haven't watched Jaws and Jaws 2 back to back, you're missing out. You should definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree. I Jaws is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it's a perfect movie. Um, thank you, Spielberg, for creating the summer blockbuster. I mean, if you don't watch this in the summer, it literally created the genre. Not just for horror, yes. but for pretty much any genre. Uh, Jaws 2 is awesome. Jaws 2 is more... Uh, like a fun because it has like the party scenes and the kids like partying on the island and stuff. So teens, I think of yeah. I think of summer more with that movie as well. Uh, shout out to Jaws 3D. I really like Jaws 3 as well. It's definitely takes the campiness up a notch, but the the it's really unique um, because they go away from Amityville and it's now in the uh, the what like I guess you call it a water park like setting. SeaWorld. Pretty sea much World. SeaWorld. Yeah, kind of yeah, like SeaWorld much, with the yeah. with the man-made lake that it gets into and uh i i love some of those scenes with the um the water skiers and stuff they're, they're pretty yeah. intense um i know it gets ragged on but i actually really enjoy that movie too so yeah, i try to it's watch bad, but i do movies. watch it yeah. yeah um it just makes me sad because in jaws 2 they have the one in captivity and then it dies just because like it's a baby and they took it away from its natural habitat i'm like this mm. is why people suck <laughs> <laughs> but in that same vein i want to give uh People, uh, everyone's seen Jaws, um, but I want to run down a couple movies that um, are also shark movies that maybe you haven't heard of or haven't seen uh, that I think of summer. Uh, the first one being The Shallows. We talked about this before we started recording. Talk about summer vibes um, and Blake Lively in a bikini. I mean, it doesn't get more <laughs> hot and steamy than that. Like, damn, when she's taking off her clothes and stripping into her bikini in that right. scene, man. Oh. Jeez. And I will say, the male if audience you, um, will definitely like that. <laughs> if you had to have an honorary like shark movie final girl, I feel like Blake Lively would be the ultimate because she kicks mm-hmm. ass in that fucking movie. Yeah, for she sure. She has final girl uh, energy. Final girl energy in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm kind of regretting her not regretting not mentioning her in the episode because uh, this isn't. Uh, this is more of a. Uh, it's funny. I, I just actually watched The Shallows a couple of weeks ago because, again, summer was coming up, and I just love love that movie. But uh, it's it's almost like a face off where like her and the shark are on equal footing almost because she's able to outsmart him in a way. Um, like in Jaws, it's like you know, Jaws is this big bad monster, right. but in in this one, it's almost personal. Like the the shark is like really like taking it personal and is like torturing her like on that rock. I love the how she has time, her so. one liners with the shark. It's like <laughs> yeah, bad. it's literally a badass final girl. It's yeah, literally, she like talks. She's yeah. like fuck you, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so you're not gonna get. I mean, it has a few kills, but you're not gonna get like the carnage that you get and like the overall, I guess, grandiose of like some of the um other shark movies as of late like the meg and stuff but uh right. it's it it's very suspense, contained though. it's it's got some good suspense uh and it's got like you said it's it's the shores of mexico it's you know the middle of summer it's so summer so, so summer so cool she's surfing it's got some surfing uh scenes in it which i love uh, i love a good surf movie so 
it's kind of got all of that stuff. Any other shark it has movies? Your, it has your feel-good summer ending where, I mean, spoiler, but she's trying to, like, connect with her mom who passed away, and the ending's kind of touching. So, like, it may, it the ending doesn't leave you feeling bad. It makes you, like, leave feeling uplifted almost, too. Um, so, yeah, recommend that for a nice, suspenseful, feel-good ending. <laughs> I do have some shark movies because I love my shark movies. Uh, my favorite, other than Jaws and Jaws 2, is Deep Blue Sea. Again, I'm a 90s kid. And Deep Blue Sea is my jam. It's so good. I mean, you have LL Cool J with a fucking bird talking. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. It's good. It's mm. carnage. There is blood, hardcore blood. Um, Stellan Skarsgård gets his fucking arm bit off. It's yep. fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, if any 90s kid has seen Deep Blue Sea, let's just say that. So if you guys haven't, Pop yourself some popcorn and pop that in because you will have a blast. Some of the shark effects are awesome and some of them are like so bad CGI, but that's just what makes this movie so glorious. And I I don't even think that a shark movie besides The Shallows has met the quality of Deep Blue Sea since Jaws. So um, Deep Blue Sea and The Shallows really took on the mantle after Jaws for having like quality horror movies. And it's just... Yeah. It's so much fun. I mean, you just can't you can't not have fun watching this movie. And some of the some of the characters you're like, yes, fuck him up, shark, can't wait for you to die. But then the other ones you're like, oh no, I want you to survive. Um, it's just it's just everything that makes a summer summer movie in Deep Blue Sea. It, it's great. I love it so much. I watch it every year. I grew up with this movie too. I love this. I adore this movie. Actually, uh, it was really scary growing up. It was like you said, it's really uh, graphic. Some of the scenes were, uh, because the whole premise of the movie is they try to genetically engineer, like, right. smarter sharks. I, I don't remember the reasoning why, but, uh... Oh, uh, they're the trying to cure, like, like, Alzheimer's or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're trying like to that. do, like, yeah. a cure, yeah. But they, the whole premise is these sharks, you know, get too smart for their own enclosures, right. and they break free, and they terrorize this offshore research facility. So, you're in the middle of nowhere. It has that isolation feel, like, in the middle of the ocean, and, um... Like I said, some of the scenes, like where they rip the guy in half underwater, like are pretty freaking brutal. I love it yeah, so much. the whole kitchen scene with LL Cool J, where oh, he's in the kitchen getting stalked by the shark. So good. I used to get so <laughs> like intense. Well, when he's like scene. in the oven, I get so claustrophobic because yes. he's like trapped in the oven. I know, but it's also a great. I mean, I mean, not to get too like sappy, but it's a great pro animal movie because it's like let them be in their natural habitat. Don't test on them, like they're doing their thing just leave them alone so you know that side of me the animal lover is just like yeah sharks fuck them up you know <laughs> yeah you're almost um like rooting for the sharks in some scenes 100%. for sure against certain characters yeah especially that uh, one chick i forget her name but she was an asshole <laughs> oh yeah yeah the uh she had like the accent like the scientist yeah. whatever yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah i'm like all right yeah I'm i don't so know if you mentioned but samuel jackson is awesome in that movie uh he's great oh, yeah yeah, iconic uh, scene. His scene iconic is scene. I'm not. If anyone <laughs> hasn't seen the movie, I'm not gonna spoil it. But he has probably the most quoted and and iconic scene in the movie, and it like comes out of nowhere. It's it's fucking great. Yeah, I love. And that movie he of too. course gets the word "fuck" in it, so you gotta watch it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> what good is having Samuel Jackson in your movie if you can't, you know, have him use the word "fuck"? <laughs> yeah. But, um, I just, guess so you guys better watch that. Just one more uh, quick shout out for another shark movie that I like is 47 Meters Down. 
Me too. Uh, cool, cool little shark movie. Um, cool little premise how they're stuck uh, scuba diving underneath the water. So instead of being at the surface and the shark is below you, like in every other shark movie, they're below the shark, um, kind of being stalked from above. Um, it stars uh, Mandy Moore. Um, so it's got you know some A-list power there, and it's a uh, it's a cool little movie, and it's got a pretty good ending. I actually like the ending to that movie a lot. It's very satisfying. Yeah, I uh, adore this movie, especially, and I would say this is one of the more um, intense, serious shark movies. And mm-hmm. um, anybody who has watched or listened to the podcast knows, for some reason, that I like my dark and like demented, twisted endings, and mm-hmm. this one does not disappoint. So <laughs> I would definitely say check this movie out. Um, it actually gets me, might get me one of the most stressed out I've been during a shark movie yeah i get like anxiety during it Mm -hmm. like hardcore anxiety Mm -hmm. so i would definitely recommend this one for people who actually want like the thrills and chills out of a shark movie and not just yeah and then um speaking of sequels um the the sequel uh, i think it's called uncaged 47 meters down uncaged it goes in a completely different direction and it's kind of more way more bonkers but um I, i i remember watching that being like what is this crap? And then halfway through, I'm like, wait a minute, this crap is awesome. Is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're going through like uh, the ruins and stuff and they're going through like underwater tunnels and talk about claustrophobic scenes. Some of those scenes as well. Definitely get me on right. edge. Yeah. So I really, would definitely say picture God. the shark being like uh, Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees like <laughs> yeah. underwater in the sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you'll get. It takes it up a notch <laughs> in terms of like the sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Which sure. is awesome. I mean, yeah. different vibe, but it's awesome. Yeah. I like it too. I love it. It got too much hate when it came out. I love it. Uh, yeah. Cause it knows what it is too. It didn't try oh, to yeah. like, yeah. It's not trying to be anything other than what it is. And I will say one more shark movie that I love, but again, it's kind of like a downer. It's very serious. It's The Reef. It's an Australian horror movie. It's very realistic. They actually use real sharks to film it. I mean, I wouldn't watch it if you guys are in, like, a down mood. But uh, if you want, like, a thrill and, like, suspenseful movie, I would say it's very good. It's very summer vibes, but it's very um, it's very serious and it's very, like, survival thriller horror. Um, and it's, it's not happy movie at all, but I would recommend for a quality made shark movie, I would recommend it very much. It's very suspenseful and it actually will, it might scare you because that's how realistic it is, I would say. Um, uh-huh. I recommend it very much. Yeah. All right, awesome. So, um, sticking with, uh, I guess we'll get the other major, uh, franchise out of the way, and that's obviously Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, literally is a summer camp, so it doesn't get more summer than that franchise. Uh, you know, it's it's really like a pick your own story. You don't really have to watch, especially the first. I want to say seven movies. You don't really need to watch them in order. You can kind of pick what movie you want to watch on any given day or any given night, and it, you'll have a good time. Even the first, like, I don't know, most of the franchise, even like Freddy vs. Jason, they're all kind of self-contained enough. There are recurring characters, but we talked about this in our Final Girl episode. There's not a lot of Final Girls that are recurring um, at all. Like I, no the one. only one is, I think, the original. She gets well, she, killed in the, she dies, yeah. the first scene. So, yeah, I mean, Alice. and then you have... um. What's his name is a uh, recurring character, Tom, but uh, uh, to- uh, Tommy Jarvis, Jarvis, Jarvis. Yeah. yeah. But uh, even that you don't have to like watch his entire story in order. So it's such a great franchise to watch during the summer because every movie gives you something different. So you can just like whatever mo- right. mood you're in, you can just watch a different Friday movie and be fulfilled that way. 
I agree. And uh, it's extra special. I mean, I'm assuming for you too, but for me, because it literally, uh, the original at least was filmed in New Jersey and like the franchise mostly takes place in New Jersey. And obviously mm-hmm. we are both living in New Jersey and we're from yeah. New Jersey. Um, for me specifically, the first movie, the second movie and the fourth movie personally have the most summer vibes. So those are my recommendations for the go-to if you really want the summer, like sweat, like, water during the day and then like hoodie chill at night kind of vibes i would recommend those three because the third one they kind of like have like hoodies on the entire movie Mm. which and i love the third one it's one of my favorites but i will say the first two and part four the final chapter they really give me like the summer vibes so uh, i mean you guys know obviously friday the 13th is like a classic summer franchise so uh check them all out but those three specifically to me really get me like in the summer mood yeah um and then we have a couple alternatives, uh, f- movies that maybe you haven't seen. Uh, this one is definitely picked up a cult following um, in recent le- years, um, but I got to shout out Sleepaway Camp. Um, yeah. t- total fucking 80s movie. I mean, you watch any shot from this movie, you're like, wow, this is freaking 80s. Uh, <laughs> the, en- the ending is iconic. We don't even have to talk about the ending. Twist um, ending. And if you haven't seen it, we don't want to talk about it anyway and spoil we'll it. We'll cover because- it one day. Yeah. yeah, we'll cover it one day, but uh, talk about vibes, like summer camp vibes. It doesn't get more immersive than sleepaway camp. I think it doesn't get enough credit for the atmosphere um, that they they um, kind of have in that movie. Um, everyone talks about the ending and like the cheesiness of the kills, but some of those long extended shots of them like just walking the camp. And um, I always talk about the baseball scene that's like 10 minutes yeah. long. That doesn't need to be 10 minutes long, but it... It like w- while you're watching it, you're like, why is this scene so long? But then it's like, wait a minute, I get it. Like you feel like you're in the camp with these kids, and uh, right. it it really just takes you to that uh, to that place. And so it's a great movie to watch during the summer. I, I wouldn't watch that movie unless it was in the summer. I think. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah. And in some twisted way, even though I watched the movie and I know what happens, it made me like want to transport back and like go to summer camp yes. <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. I briefly talked about this. I've never been to a sleepaway camp before in the summer. So it like, yeah. it definitely growing up, it made me want to like, yeah, definitely go away. I'm like, wow, that looks fun. Like obviously minus the killing part. But... <laughs> minus the killing and murdering. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. And I want to give a shout out. Part two and part three are like pure camp. But the kills are fucking awesome. So it's a great trilogy. If mm-hmm. you want, I mean, part four is really bad. But the original trilogy, if you want yes. to just watch it for like pure campy vibes, I would just do a binge one Friday. Have some drinks in here, though. Don't watch this sober. Like, <laughs> get a good buzz and watch the trilogy because it's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. And I know you had one other. Uh, you had one other. I do. So it's movie. very. Uh, Friday the 13th ripoff, but it's, I mean, I'm sure hardcore fans know it's The Burning from 1981. Uh, I don't want to, I don't know, no one, I don't think you watched it, so I don't want to talk I've about it I've actually never much. seen this movie, so. But it's really, really cool um, gore effects, and it takes place at the summer camp as well. I don't want to say, like, how the killing starts, because we'll cover it when we get to that movie. But it's just, like, if you like Friday the 13th, you gotta watch this movie. It has awesome kills. It has Jason Alexander um, and it, it is one of his earlier roles from nice. <laughs> so if you're any Seinfeld fans, so you know, check that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh and it it kind of does do a little subversion because it's there's not a final girl, there's a final boy. So I thought that was pretty cool that they changed it up a little bit. 
And uh, it's just a gnarly movie with some gnarly uh, kill scenes and a pretty cool final chase, which is what I come to my slash movies for. And the, the final chase scene does not disappoint. So again, I don't want to say too much because uh, Nolan hasn't watched it and I'm sure we'll cover it, you know, within the coming years. But uh, it's a great movie if you want to watch. If you're like, oh, I've seen Friday the 13th a couple of times, you know, just pop in the burning and said it's pretty awesome. Oh, cool. Awesome. Okay, what's next? Do you want to go next? Um, yes. Uh, we should bring up another biggie, I guess. Um, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Talk about feeling sweaty and gross and you want to mm-hmm. take a shower. Um, it's this franchise. Specifically, for me, it's, of course, the original. Because um, it just makes... Watching it, Toby Hooper... It just makes me feel so hot. Like I'm, yeah. I could be in like a sixty degree house with like the AC like blowing, and I, I still feel like, am I sweating? Mm-hmm. Just because it just looks net. They look like they're in like pain from all the sweat and distress. Yeah. And so, I know both of us have spoken before that we prefer the remake, and I even prefer the remake and the two thousand six prequel, the beginning as well to the original, but. I just want to give the original credit because I like literally feel the heat just by mm. watching the original. So, and then when she's running around too, I'm just like, Oh my God, I always want to take a shower after I watch the original. So kudos to him for <laughs> yeah. that movie. You know what I mean? It's, I definitely agree. It's a we, summer must. We yeah. both prefer the, the uh, remakes and I, I think they're better movies, but they, they don't capture the heat and the stickiness and the disgustingness the yeah. same way that the original does just with the, all the orange and the red hues and the shots. And um, even like the, the dinner table scene is just so Ugh. you could just feel the heatness in that room. And it's, you can tell there's no AC in that disgusting. house. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's, you're in the middle of Texas and there's probably bugs everywhere. And uh, it's disgusting. I totally agree with you. Every time I want to, take a shower afterwards even if i'm like bundled up in a sweatshirt i still feel hot <laughs> exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah about, maybe not one like, to watch if you're comfortable but one yeah. to watch if you want to get in for a sweaty night <laughs> yeah for sure i mean that's like the big one when you think of like yeah. oh yeah movies that make you feel hot and sticky that that is the definitive one texas chainsaw and again I mean, it was kudos like the for to them too yeah and a kudos for them for like showing that like showing that to us with no budget because again it's so low budget but like mm-hmm. we feel it so that's pretty awesome yeah all right cool uh my next one is uh a movie that we covered actually and it's oh. uh it's what lies beneath um this is a movie uh i like to watch um at like at the end of summer because it takes place at the end of summer uh definitely if you live in the northeast um as like the the August comes to a close and the nights start getting a little cooler, uh, it's definitely a cool movie to pop in. Uh, you can watch it throughout summer, but um, it takes place, I believe, in New England, right? So it's got those like yes. cool summer nights uh, with a sweatshirt, but it's still warm during the day, and it has like those little small towns. Uh, what, what's what's the one town called that? Uh, we, we were, I, I forget the name. I can't remember. We were talking about like I remembered it episode, uh, during the yeah. episode, but because uh, you were making fun of the yeah, shop, it's got like antique shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got those little I can't cool remember off my small head. towns, and it's got the boating yeah. scene. So it's it's definitely a cool summer movie to watch. Like I said, the end of summer, maybe uh, before uh, you go to college, or before if you're older, before your kids go back to college, because that's when it takes place. 
Yes. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much because we did do we just do an episode on it. So, and it was our first special guest. We had your sister on. I think it was a really good episode, and we really dove deep into uh, the different themes of the movie, and um, we we got a female's perspective um, from that episode uh, from your sister, and I think it was a really good discussion. So. Definitely check that out if you guys haven't. Uh, we we're really proud of that episode, and it's a it's a great movie. So definitely check out the movie as yes. well if you haven't. Yeah, I'm happy. Before we started recording, you brought it up. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even realize. But like, I think I naturally watched that movie around like Labor Day weekend, but mm-hmm. I didn't like even like realize it in my head until you yeah. brought it up. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, it is a summer movie because I like watch it to like end the summer of year. Yeah. And I just never thought about it because it's just so natural, that movie, to me. And if you guys watch the episode, I hope you do. Um, it, obviously, it means a lot to my sister and I. She picked out the movie. It's an all-timer for me, so I hope you guys watch the episode. But, yeah, when you brought it up, I'm like, oh, shit, I do watch that movie, like, every, like, end of summer. It's awesome. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. I recommend that one. Definitely for, like, a chilly, breezy night when you can have the windows open, I would say. Yeah, we're talking a lot about a lot of uh, like campy movies and stuff. This is not a campy movie. This is a no. very well done movie. It's got Harrison Ford. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is awesome. So it's got A-list stars. Uh, the budget wasn't super big, but what they did with the budget was really good. It's definitely serious vibes. It's it's a thriller. It's a mystery. Uh, definitely check it out. This is more of a uh, less campy movie, though. I know we've been talking about a lot of campy movies. Right on our list but this is definitely a serious more serious time yeah i hate the term but it's probably the most prestige movie we talked about so far mm-hmm. <laughs> in this episode oh, yeah, <laughs> i hate that term sure. though but yes it is <laughs> well midsummer oh, i guess gets some yeah. prestige as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'll throw another one out and it's one that actually uh nolan hasn't seen so i don't want to talk about it too much but it's a newer one it's actually a 2018 movie it's called summer of 1984 I don't want to talk about it too much, but it literally transports me to like 4th of July in the summer it's, and to the 80s. It makes me wish I was an 80s kid. And it has our, our uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil, but if we ever do a final episode, final boy episode, um, Judah Lewis, who is the star of the babysitter and the babysitter killer queen is also in this movie. And he, he made a name for himself in the horror genre. He's great in this movie. And I don't, again, I don't want to talk about it too much because we'll cover it and Nolan hasn't seen it, but it starts out like your typical mystery and it's a slow burn and slow build, but the ending, it goes for it and I'm all about it. And it's just, and the score reminds me of John Carpenter's score. And I mean, if you guys have listened, you know, Halloween is my favorite movie and my second favorite franchise. So that means a lot to me. And damn, that score is so fucking good and again i don't want to say anything else because i want nolan to watch it with fresh eyes and i will i I might make it a point for us to cover it this summer um but it's just such a good summer movie it's so good if you guys haven't watched it it's so underseen i highly recommend it it's great acting it's about a group of kids it kind of has like if you want to go to it you can talk you can say stranger things meets it but like with a mystery like realistic vibe that's how i would describe it it's very set in reality but it has that like group kid vibe of like uh, Stranger Things in it, so um, I highly recommend it. I don't think anyone would be disappointed with it. It's so underseen. I, it, it's a it's criminal how many people have not seen this movie. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'll have to borrow it from you someday. You yes. said you have it on Blu-ray. I do. I do. Cool. 
Awesome. Just to wrap things up, this is my last one. I don't know how many you have left, but uh, this more. is kind of another biggie. Um, this movie means a lot to you, but it's uh, I know what you did last summer. That's my is, last one. Yeah. That's your last one too. Yeah. So just <laughs> to wrap this, things up, I know when I still know talk about it. Fourth of July. Uh, I have to watch this every Fourth of July. It's I know you definitely do. Oh my god! <laughs> You're more a fan of the <laughs> franchise. You're more a fan of the sequel. I'm. Uh, I usually just watch the first one. I've seen the sequel okay. a few times, and I I can't get into it as much. I I don't like. I don't. I think the setting could have been better. Um, oh. with the sequel, um, I think it's, yeah. I don't know where they filmed. I think the location they filmed at was a little too... I don't know. Not to get into the sequel too much, but the original is awesome. Um, talk about summer fun. I mean, it literally... The entire... And talk like In terms of like plots revolving around the summer, it doesn't get more involved than I know what you did last summer. So Summer. <laughs> yeah. <the> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. I'll let you... Uh, you I know, am so happy that this is what we're ending on because <laughs> I know Jaws is a classic, but like, if you're going to press me, I might say that I like watching these two more than Jaws every summer. Don't hate me, people. <laughs> wow. Because it's just... It's so... Spe- I mean, I'm an... Again, guys, like we're 90s kids. I can't help it. Like It's just how I was brought up. And I remember after I made my mom like rent scream for like the 85th time she's like well this this new ones i know what you did last summer i'm like no i don't want to watch that i want to watch scream mm-hmm. and she's like come on we got to rent something different this time and we rented it. i'm like oh my god i fucking love this movie too it's so good and then i grew <laughs> up so it like it, it, it it's like very special to me because i ended up growing up with these two these two movies too and much like scream and scream 2 they came out a year apart and i know what you do last summer and i still know what you do last summer it came out a year apart so again it's just it's my sweet spot and I actually looked up, like, I don't know, before I, like, got a job, like, as an adult in New Jersey, I, like, looked up houses in Southport, where the original took place, because I fell in love with that location so much. I'm like, I'm going to move to Southport, where I know you last summer was filmed, (laughs) because that's how much I love it. And the sequel, it's like, let's go to the Bahamas. That I mean, it's it's pure fun, the sequel, too. It takes place in the Bahamas, so you can't go wrong with both of these. And, um, again, spoiler, but if you watched our Final Girl episode... I have a soft spot for Julie James, played by Jennifer Love Hewitt. I hope that they actually end up making this supposed uh, requel, sequel, legacy sequel that they're supposedly greenlit. And I cannot wait to have her and um, Freddie Prince Jr. back. It's just, it hits my sweet spot because it has, it's a whodunit again. And it has great suspense and amazing chase scenes. The original specifically has maybe my i can't commit to it but it's either my favorite chase scene or my second favorite chase scene of all time with sarah michelle geller's character helen and uh, it just does something for me i love it it has that 90s grunge music i mean it's just it's tailor made for me um so if you guys haven't watched the original and i would say the sequel too i know some people hate it but i think it's a perfect double feature and the title is so good for the sequel i mean i still know we do last summer it's just so it's perfect (laughs) it's simple but it's perfect so i would say definitely after you pop in the jaws and jaws 2 this would be my like highest recommendation of i know what you do last summer and i still know what you do last summer it's the perfect whodunit slash slasher um yeah i i don't know what else to say because i want to i think we might end up covering the original at least this fourth of july season so i don't want to go into it too much but um definitely check these out guys they are super 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 important to me 
that gives me idea because I uh, I kind of need to win one of these polls. Uh, I'm a bit of a losing streak. Why don't we do a poll? Uh, <laughs> which double feature do you prefer, Jaws, Jaws That's Two, true. or we I know you did last summer double feature. I kind of I kind of <laughs> think I'll win this one at least. If I don't, then something's wrong. Then there's something wrong. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's just some my freak '90s personality coming out right there. But uh, yeah, yeah, I do recommend these two back to back. They're just, I just don't. They don't make slashers like this anymore. Like it, it transports you back to, especially like you said. Like I feel like I'm in a Fourth of July parade when I watch the original specifically, and then the second one, I just feel like I want to be on an island vacation. You know, minus the killing. It just, I don't know. I just feel like movies they lost the magic of like these last couple of years of like transporting into like that specific like time period of like mm-hmm. the holiday season. I don't know why it, it might just be because I'm partial to nineties, but um, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's so much care put into these movies and I just love it. I definitely agree. Yeah. They just, especially the first one, just like you said, it just exudes 4th of July. It's, it's so cool. The whole town is like kind of celebrating and you get yep. that throughout the movie. So, and it actually plays an important part in the role too, uh, the, the plot too. So it kind of is just all incorporated. So I definitely agree, but, uh, that wraps it up. Yeah. That's our, uh, recommendations for some sor- summer horror flicks. We had some big names on there, but hopefully we had some titles on there that you guys haven't seen before that you guys can maybe check out. Uh, definitely, before we cover all these movies, we covered what lies beneath, but other than that, we haven't covered any of these movies yet. So definitely look forward to doing that and you can uh, subscribe to our channel and give us a follow on Spotify, wherever you listen to uh, podcast, Apple podcast to get uh, future updates on these movies when we cover them. But let us know in the comments uh, what your favorite summer horror movie is and let us know if you decide to watch any of these movies, how did you like them? Um, did you not like them? Did we miss any movies? Uh, definitely want to hear from you, but yeah, that was a fun, quick episode. Uh, happy summer guys. We're, like yeah. Ant said, we just recorded this on Memorial day. So Memorial day just passed and it's now officially summer. At least it is for us in New Jersey. That's kind of what the, yeah. the line is for summer. I know it's different in other places, but we're kind of in full summer mode now. And that's apparent 100%. by the traffic uh, because uh, we live down yeah. the shore. So it's just insane right now. But uh, so we're in full summer mode and uh, <laughs> this is going to take us all the way through Labor Day. You can watch What Lies Beneath uh, in Labor Day. But <laughs> hopefully this is a good list to kind of get you through summer. And uh, yeah, that I was episode. We did a good mixture. We did a, we I did think a so good too. Yeah, we did and some I think that also flicks. might we be. I some... love how you said that because we live in shore towns. I mean, if you guys don't know, we live in the shore area. So that might be another reason why I know what you do last summer. It speaks to me because it's, it has that vibe. I don't know. It has that vibe, but yeah, yeah. anyway, we had some great picks. Yeah. Hope you guys check them out. Yeah. Awesome. But, uh, until next time, this is the never split up podcast. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at never split up pod. Again, uh, find us on YouTube as well. Uh, subscribe to the channel and we might run a poll. Um, I was kind of half joking, but maybe we'll just do like a fun <laughs> poll. What's your favorite, you know, summer flick or something? I don't know. What's your favorite scary uh, movie. So, yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> check, check, uh, follow us there to, to check for the polls. We love hearing from you guys in the polls. Uh, thanks for so much for voting for your favorite final girls. 
the winner of that, which was Anthony, will probably be uh, getting an advantage in our next episode when we cover uh, our next movie. We don't know what that is yet, but keep a lookout for that. And um, yeah, that's about it. Thanks for listening and watching, guys. See you guys later and happy summer.